teachers. I'm Carly Walton, and this is the Teach Music Online podcast, a show where you'll find tips and strategies for growing your music studio. I'm all about helping you automate business tasks, grow through social media channels, and teach with the best online tools. Welcome, and a huge welcome if you are a new listener to the Teach Music Online podcast. I love connecting with teachers around the world, and in this show, you'll hear episodes that I do myself from some things that I have learned running a studio. Also, you'll hear me do interviews with other musicians and studio owners who I find have really valuable and helpful insight and stories and experiences to share with you. Today, I wanted to share a glowing review that I just came across on iTunes for the podcast, and this is from Diana in Hudson, Massachusetts, and I had to share this, and I wanted to give Diana a shout out. Thank you so much for leaving this review. She shared this on iTunes. As someone who almost never listens to podcasts, I feel the opposite about Carly Walton's podcast. First of all, she has packaged each episode in such a professional way with visual presentation, introductory and ending music, her warm welcome to listeners, and of course, excellent content. Whether she is interviewing a fellow professional music teacher about that person's specialty or presenting her own high-quality content, the 20 to 30 minutes of listening time is well spent. Even after 43 years to teaching piano privately in my own business, I continue to learn something valuable every time I listen. I highly recommend this podcast, whether you listen sequentially or pick and choose the episode that relates to your needs. Whenever I I get reviews like these, I just imagine, you know, these amazing teachers around the world who are finding it and able to listen while you are, maybe you're cleaning your house or you're drive, driving around running errands or you're driving to a student. And it's so fun for me to know that the experiences that I have had running a business are helpful to you and hopefully inspiring you to do things a little bit differently in your own studios. The podcast this month is supported by Forte. Forte is the leading alternative to Zoom for music teachers around the world. I've been introduced to many video calling platforms, as I'm sure you have as well, and I have to say how impressed I am with Forte and how thrilled I am to partner with them. With Forte, your audio doesn't cut in and out. You can have a multi-cam view for the student. You can record your lessons, take lesson notes, and it's all very user-friendly and easy to use. Forte is also the only video calling platform that I'm aware of that is completely free. If you'd like to try Forte with one of your students this week, go to ForteLessons.com, that's F-O-R-T-E Lessons.com to create your free account. In today's episode, I'll be sharing with you four tips for expanding your studio beyond your community. I thought this would be a really great topic because If you are teaching online and running a studio, you have the flexibility to teach outside of your community. And I think if you've been teaching within your community for a decade or 20 years, then you feel a little bit, you can feel a little bit stuck in that community because it's where people know you. It's probably where you get a lot of your referrals from. And you've heard you could have a global studio, but how do you get there? And what are some things you could do to start getting students in other parts of the country or in other parts of the world? So I'm going to go over four ways that you can start doing this. And I hope that you'll feel inspired to maybe make some changes in how you market your studio. Number one is to register your business on Google. This is something that takes just a few minutes to do. And I found this really interesting. I recently did a 
a webinar teaching teachers how to build websites. And I mentioned this during this webinar and probably had 40 teachers with us. And I just said, raise your hand if you've registered your business on Google. And I think less than half of the teachers actually had. And that was a little bit surprising to me because it's free. It's It really only takes you about two minutes to register your business on Google. And they will send you a PIN number in the mail to verify your address. You actually don't need to have your address public though. You can just have your Google business set up. So if someone Googles your name, your business shows up and they'll be able to see the reviews. So having that is a place where you can collect reviews, you can reach out to your students and start gathering reviews. You've probably heard me talk about reviews a number of times because I think social proof is something that you can't just create yourself or pretend. It's It really is proof that you're an incredible teacher. So that should be the first thing you do is go register your business on Google. But once you do that, you need to take the next step to add some photos of your business, you teaching your students with you or your students taking lessons, and then reach out to your students and make sure you're getting reviews on your Google business. It's going to help validate you as a teacher and it helps index your business a little bit higher in the search results if you have more reviews, glowing reviews, so that if someone is searching for a piano teacher in Colorado, yours comes up much higher than someone who doesn't have any reviews. Number two is to modernize your website. I really believe that every music teacher who has an online business should have a clean professional website because you can and it's actually not too hard for you to build one. Within a week or two, you can actually build one. And we can't really market you on social media or Google very well until we have somewhere to send your students. So once you have that Google business set up, you link your website and that's where they the student will reach out to you. They will send through an inquiry for lessons or an inquiry for booking a trial lesson with you. So it's basically coming up with a client journey. <laughs> you want them to, to find you and then to know exactly where to go so that they can learn about you and actually reach out to you and make contact. If they're just seeing you on social media, it's harder for them to take that next step without some kind of call to action or go over, going over to your website. I mentioned this before, but if you would like to listen to the webinar I did on how to build a website or how to update your website, just send me an email, carly at teachmusic.online, and I will send you a link so that you can watch that webinar. And one last thing about your website, I just think that Having a website with professional photography is something that's too important to skip or to put off, especially if you are planning on teaching online for a number of years. If you have this dream of building the flexibility so that you can travel or that you can be this global teacher or you can move to another country or teach from other countries, this this is an easy step that feels overwhelming and so teachers skip it. Inside the Teach Music Online membership, for those listening who are members, I have a a course, a brand new course, um, Studio Website Builder, where I provide templates and I have videos where you can watch me build a website specifically for a studio within Squarespace. So if you're a member, go check that out. Be sure because it's it's going to shorten the process for you and kind of help you skip ahead so that you're not either trying to hire someone or figure it out all by yourself. Okay, number three is to raise your rates. Stop charging a tiny amount for your time. 
and raise your rates. And I feel like you should raise them a lot. I don't know that I believe in raising your rates once a year and doing this like, oh, we're going up $2 or $5 this year. I don't think that you, I don't think that that is totally wise. I mean, if you've been doing it and you're comfortable with that, that's fine. But if you, I I think what you should do is use a rate calculator like the one I've created for you, figure out what your dream income is and do the math. So if you're, we've, there's an episode on this as well where I walk you through this, but basically whatever you want to make, subtract the expenses and then divide it by the number of students in your studio. And what is that number? What should you be charging to make what you should be making as a music, as a music teacher, as a, as a piano instructor or guitar instructor? A lot of, we, we don't always do that. We kind of do it backwards where we go, well, so-and-so is charging this and they live down the street, so that's what I should charge. Or I don't have a graduate degree in piano, so I'm not going to charge what so-and-so is charging. Like, none of that really matters. All that matters is your confidence in being able to help a student achieve something. And if you have an amazing studio where students are coming to you and you're getting referrals, it's because you have value that you can offer. So think about those things and not just doing a little tiny raise and like trickery (laughs) and like tricking your students a little, little by little. I think it's just better to say, hey, we're going up. And actually, when, when the pandemic first hit, we had several teachers inside of the membership that I coach who doubled their rates or, or increased them significantly. And I can remember talking them through that and coaching them through that and saying, just do it. They're like, you have, you have to try in, in order to figure out what is the best solution for this. And one of our teachers lives in New York. She's from mainland China. Her name is Lily. And she... I believe she almost, it was almost double what she was charging before. And she said she filled her studio faster with the higher rates. And I think that there's something there with the perception of a studio owner who charges more is different than the studio owner who who charges less. And you'll probably agree with me when I say, if you're cheap, you get cheap parents who then cancel frequently or want you to show up for makeup lessons or I don't know there's all kinds of things that happen when you don't charge enough so the benefits to charging more are endless because you're able to work less hours and make the money that you need to make so I know that might make you super super nervous Um, that's why I provide some tuition calculators to kind of help you visualize what does that look like like what does it look like? And I have another rate calculator and you can also do this, but basically it says at a minimum, you should be charging this. If you do X, Y, and Z, you can charge more. So I basically say like if you have group lessons or virtual recitals, or if you do, if you attend conferences and you have professional development as a teacher, you can charge more. If you're subscribing to different things to make your studio better, if you are using certain apps, you can charge more as a studio owner. It's less about your education and more about how you're providing value to your students. Number four is to post one time at least per week on your Facebook business page. This is going to be a place where you can showcase the transformation that you provide your students. 
who take lessons with you. And I have been talking about this for a few years now, starting your Facebook business and then posting at least once per week. That's something that's very, very doable. And I recently had a teacher in our membership reach out to our community and say, I'm finally getting traction through my Facebook business page. She started getting way more inquiries and engagement on her posts, and she's been very consistent with posting weekly for about a year. So I do think it takes a little bit of time. This is not something you could do tomorrow and start getting inquiries right away, but this is what I think happens. As you post weekly on your Facebook page, you're creating a gallery of amazing content from of you teaching and of students having great success and it's stories it's photos maybe it's passing off books or passing off songs or performances and that way when you do any kind of marketing on Facebook and they come and find you on your business page they can see they have a they have a lot of uh, ways to see that you're an amazing teacher. They can scroll through your feed and go, wow, this teacher is someone I really want to reach out to and connect with versus someone that just has their business page and is kind of just like a business card. It, sh- it says your hours and it has a photo of you. That's fine, but that's not anything that's going to win somebody over. So if you have a Facebook page, start posting content. And I know I've done some episodes, I'll link it in the show notes, about what to post on there. I know a lot of you may be thinking, great, I have no idea what to share. Or maybe you've never done anything like this. You're not on social media that much. So I totally, completely understand that that can feel really overwhelming and feel like I have no idea where to start. So I've tried to help you out with that. Go find the episode on your Facebook business page and get some ideas for the type of content you can share. And I also have a few episodes on time management. And in those episodes, I teach you how to just focus on social media one day a month and do all of your posts in that one day and schedule them in advance. That way you're not having to think about this every single week, but it's just scheduled, it's ready to go. And I know a lot of teachers have had a lot of success with that because it's just once a month. Maybe it's the second Monday of every month you sit down and you schedule your posts for the month and it actually can be really fun. You can It's something you can look forward to. A quick recap on those four tips. The number one was to register your business on Google. Number two was to modernize your website. Number three is to raise your rates. Number four is to post at least once per week on your Facebook business page. I hope that you heard at least one tip that resonated with you or made you feel like that's something that's doable for me this week. If Or maybe all of them are doable and you can sit down and go to work and start marketing your business beyond your community. I know that at times it can feel extremely overwhelming and maybe a little bit daunting because you've been teaching for a long time and you know you're a great teacher and you know that you should be getting traction and you just haven't yet. I just encourage you to to shift your mindset to recognizing how amazing you are as a musician and how valuable your lessons are and how lucky any student is to take lessons with you and that it's just a no-brainer for them to start taking lessons with you. And when you can approach it from this mindset of confidence and I absolutely will fill my studio by the end of the year or before fall and I'll start a wait list, 
when you approach it from that mindset, things change and things can change so much faster and you will start seeing amazing results. And I know that sounds funny, like why do we even talk about mindset or why does that even matter? It does matter because you're putting out to the world a certain vibe and confidence and that will change as you believe more in yourself and what you're, you're capable of. So I hope that's helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening today. Reach out if you'd like to watch that webinar on building a website. My email is carly at teachmusic.online. I hope you have a great week and I will see you next week. Who is your business coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I created a virtual course and coaching membership called Teach Music Online that I want to invite you to join me in. With 60 plus videos, online teaching certification, monthly live group sessions, hundreds of hours of recordings, and online forums, you'll know exactly how to create a thriving online business that gives you the flexibility and freedom that I know you deserve. Plus, you'll have the support of hundreds of like-minded teachers along the way. So when you're ready to really take what you're learning on this podcast, the 10X level, then come check out the Teach Music Online membership at teachmusic.online forward slash membership. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing week and as always, happy teaching.